0: South Korea successfully launched its homegrown space rocket the Nuri Thursday evening, hitting another milestone in the country's space rocket program. The launch, the third of its kind, and certainly not the last, demonstrated Korea's potential for launch services of various satellite operations. It ushers in a, dare I say, new space era that will be led by the private sector. For more on the historic space event, we're once again joined by Dr. Pick Seung-Wen. He is the senior researcher at CARA the Korea Aerospace Research Institute. Good morning, Dr. Beck. And it's been a while and it's a pleasure to have you back on the show.
1: Uh... <laughs> Nice to meet you again. I like your ear. <laughs> Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> You're right. Um, just for our listeners just joining us, Dr. Begg joined us about a year ago, and I-, I can't believe how quickly time has passed and how much progress your team has made. It's funny because if you have a visual on Dr. Beg, uh, you have a picture right behind you of the successful launch. <laughs> <laughs> I- I'd imagine a-, a proud moment. So let's talk about the launch first, Dr. Beg. after a... A 24-hour delay, the NURI blasted into space. It successfully completed all flight sequences. The science ministry also confirmed that NURI's main mounted small satellites, the NEXAT-2, made its first communication with Korea's King Hejong Station in Antarctica. As a senior researcher at, at Kari, how are you feeling? And what was the atmosphere like at the institution last night when it was deemed a success?
1: Um for your first question, uh, how do I feel right now? Oh, uh, I feel really great because <laughs> yesterday night it was nervous, very, very nervous <laughs> because uh, there was possibility to cancel the launch. And so, however, we solved the problem and we are very, you know, very good mood of peacefulness, trustness, everything. Mm-hmm. And the second question, the atmosphere last night was like, as you might imagine, it's was crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, maybe yes. it's not fair to make this comparison, but based on mm. what I've what I've seen in news clips and even comparable to Hollywood movies, people jump mm. in joy and there is a lot of clapping. <laughs> is that what I can imagine?
1: <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the movie yeah. like the, there was a secret room that co- controls launch, launch. Then in that room there was a no camera and because there was no camera, it was everything happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can, I'll can i leave it up to our, our listeners' imagination. Mm-hmm. Uh, for our listeners who of course didn't keep up with the entire process leading up to that third launch yesterday, mm-hmm. would you care to explain to us the launch process of the three-stage rocket from liftoff, entering the targeted orbit to of course separation of satellites and that communication process?
1: Okay, okay. Um, first, you mentioned 24 hours delay from Yesterday, there were communication from between computers, between the rocket and rocket control center, and the ground systems. However, um, we found out uh, there was a small problem that caused a a communication problem. We solved it, and we solved it until like uh, 6 in the morning. (laughs) So (laughs) we finally solved the problem, and the liftoff uh, had like uh, 6 p.m. 6.24 last night. And every sequence happened without problem with the nominal procedures. The first stage separation happened at the right time. The fairing separation, second stage separation, and after the seven minutes, about seven minutes of third stage flying on the orbit, uh, the satellite separation was confirmed. The first separation of the next generation satellite, and the after twenty seconds uh, terms we separated all seven cube satellites from the third stage of Nuri. So we finally confirmed the successfulness of Nuri last night.
0: The consensus seems to be that this launch clearly Mm -hmm. elevates Korea's status as an aerospace Mm -hmm. powerhouse. To Mm -hmm. borrow the president's words, the G7 in the space race. What significance does the success of third launch hold? And how is it different from the previous two launches of the space rocket?
1: This this launch was confirmed that we could deliver the actual satellite, the first and second launch. We uh, loaded the
0: the, the dummy uh, payload.
1: Dummy payload. Right. However, this time we loaded the real payload, and this uh, successful launch confirms the uh, increase of our trust level of mm-hmm. our launch system. Mm-hmm. So the trust level uh, was upgraded by last night. So we are very proud of it.
0: I think you should take in the moment and <laughs> as as do the news covering it I can't do it justice because I just uh, we have all the local dailies and we spread it around it was it had I shared a single image, and it's the image right behind you as we speak, of the <laughs> <laughs> rocket blasting off successfully yesterday. Yes. Uh, so the Nuri blasted off into space, carrying a total of eight satellites, as you mentioned. But the mm-hmm. key to Nuri's success turns out depended on the successful separation of the next generation small satellite number two. What is the mission of the small satellite, and why is this considered to be the most important?
1: The next generation satellite, number two, uh, was designed and fabricated in Korea. There was a um, some imaging radar, which is called SAR. That radar is, uh, previously we bought from the other country. However, this time, uh, this SAR r- radio, rad- radar was developed in Korea mm. and fabricated in Korea. Mm. So everything is... Uh, uh, fabricated in Korea and we uh, loaded on the new launch system. So that's the one of the most su- um, successful list that everything is in korea and we did launch in this space in korea yeah uh
0: mm-hmm. i i couldn't there couldn't be a prouder moment because we're talking about relying on homegrown technology entirely yes. as opposed to bringing it in from the outside mm-hmm. can you also tell us a little bit more about the other seven satellites because there was eight total what was their mission and the key points to watch out for in in their dispatchment
1: oh uh, the cube, cube satellites one of the one of Four satellites from a KASI, which is the uh, Korean Research Institute, and they measure the space weather. Mm. And three other cube satellites are made from the small companies in space companies in Korea. So every uh, cube satellite has its mission by measuring the uh imaging the earth's surface or measuring the radiation from these spaces Uh so so uh, each of light has its own mission, and yes.
0: <laughs> and and it's almost to collect further data so that we can do more in space exploration and, and sure, see sure. if certain mm. places mm. of the unexplored space is habitable for humans or crops, mm-hmm. sources mm-hmm. of water, and things like that. Am I on the right track there?
1: <laughs> yes, you're very correct. <laughs> okay.
0: Um, perhaps we can summarize the difficulties Akari faces in just a matter of few minutes of an interview, but we're certainly going to try. What were some of the biggest challenges Kari faced during the course of research and development? And as well as, of course, launch preparations for Nudi's third liftoff. Dr. Pegg, we have a space segment and our correspondence almost weekly, biweekly actually explains space mm-hmm. is hard, space is expensive, and <laughs> we can't <laughs> highlight that point enough.
1: The most difficult during the development of Nuri was uh, when I remember uh, in my memory, the first stage ground validation test was the most difficult test because uh, we hold the first stage, which is more powerful in the Nuri rocket, which composed the four, four rocket engines. And we hold with amount on the ground system so we, the rocket does not go to the space. Mm-hmm. We tested on the ground to confirm the everything is working right or if if there's uh, errors on the launch vehicle so uh i say to people that uh, test on the ground is more difficult than flying the rocket because it's really we need more uh, facilities to cool down the flames of the rocket during the like uh full uh, combustion of the le- for combustion length, mm. we need more water, we need more safety factors and everything, something like that. So uh, to prepare uh, the ground validation test, it takes about like one month before the test.
0: Uh.
1: As well as the launch is the difficult, however, in my memory, that was the difficult procedure during the development.
0: Dr. uh, Mm Pegg, I do wonder then Mm -hmm. perhaps setting up agencies like CASA, Mm -hmm. for example, Mm -hmm. do you think Mm -hmm. that would make that first step a little bit easier to have uh, uh, better, I I would say, support facilities to make sure that initial testing is Mm -hmm. safe and sound?
1: Sure, sure. Um, Mm -hmm. The President Yoon wants to develop a agency for space Mm -hmm. And if the space support, uh, agency of space supports, uh, development of launch vehicle, it will be more practical to do a test. For us.
0: Okay, so that seems to be the natural next step. Uh, more on the Nuri, we hear that of course there are more launches scheduled in the next few mm-hmm. years. So I want to ask you, Dr. beg what's next for the Nuri, the KSLV-2? Tell us about the upcoming space rocket programs and their goals in the coming years.
1: Okay, the technology transfer to the private sector will be processed for Nuri. There will be uh, simultaneous launches with the private sectors until 2027 Uh, from that procedure the trust level of Mm. our launch vehicle will be increased and increased to enter the space Mm. and by the 2023 we will develop the next generation launch vehicle which is more powerful than nuri so we will target to the moon and mars landing with the next generation launch vehicle. So you you may expect moon landing, uh, which is launched from Naro Space Center.
0: So some things to look forward to. And each time, you know who we're going to call up, right? We're going to call you up and ask you about the success <laughs> story.
1: <laughs> OK, I am waiting for that.
0: <laughs> All right, before we let you go, Dr. Beck, this is probably the most loaded question of today's interview. What are your prospects for the future of Korea's new space era as an expert? It will be led by private sector, that's undeniable. Would private companies contribute at at bigger levels, perhaps, and at unprecedented levels of vast development in Korea's space exploration? If I look at SpaceX, for example, I mean, they rely on a hefty amount of money to launch those commercial uh, satellites, uh, commercial spacecrafts in the future.
1: Okay. Um, as I mentioned before, we're going to uh, increase the trust level of Nuri.
0: Mm.
1: So after the trust level is high enough, uh, the private sector can do anything with it. They can make a good applications. They may try to deliver more satellites, more heavier satellites, and they may deliver some special payloads we could not expect, such as like they want to send humans in korea maybe (sighs) so the private sector has more creativity than government so they might try to do more things from the ground to the space Mm. the space is open and wide so i believe they can do anything in this space
0: oh space is open and wide (laughs) so anything is possible is that exciting or daunting it sounds frightening too
1: I'm very excited. <laughs> How about
0: you? It's exciting from afar, but I wouldn't be the first one on that commercial flight.
1: <laughs> the, 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 they, there will be so many test procedures for that. But however, the final goal is humanity on this space, maybe.
0: Uh, that's, that's wild. And that's exciting. Uh, Dr. Beck, we appreciate your insights and congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.